0: Talk Radio Good morning, this is the day that the Lord has made I will rejoice and be glad in it I was glad when they said Let's be the church, the pillar and the ground of truth I'm excited about the word of God As I always am And I am delighted I think we're going to have a good lesson this morning Um we're still on justification by the book, and um, hopefully in the next two lessons we can kind of surmise that I am going to, um, for the sake of um, a programming, going to do a truncated version of this series in three 30-minute parts. Uh, for Division One, three thirty-minute parts for Division Two, but on Sunday mornings, in the words, you get the extended version. You get the the details and and everything like that because I have a little more time to really go over it. And my my heart is um, is really that we we see. What and why we believe what we believe and 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 then do our best um, do our best to really uh, live out this thing and to be able to show you know to be able to give an answer you need to go to the book, and I'm gonna be able to take you to the book so today I'm gonna take you to the book about two two topics. And um, we're going to go through, I think that's what the Lord wanted me to do, kind of slow it down a little bit, not necessarily slow it down in content, because I do have a lot of content, but just kind of make certain that I hit the points in the expanded version. Because, see, both are needed. When When you teach everybody, like for somebody like me, I just want the information real fast. And then there's others that need this information and it needs to be, um, Embedded in them, you get what I'm saying a little differently than us. Uh, you know, the, those who pick it up really, really fast. Because I pick up pretty fast. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you what I do. So that the fluff around the the word I don't need. Matter of fact, the person that I listen to, as I, I I serve as a pastor, uh, as my pastor who serves as my pastor, he teaches on a very advanced <laughs> level, and most people what what w- one barely understand what he's saying, but then. In addition to that, um uh, he um he just really gives a lot of information. And uh, if 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 you're not careful you could choke. But we're gonna give some scriptures today. I'm gonna give ten scriptures about two subjects that are really and important and then because what I'm building is is um uh we want to see. I want to show you in this why Jesus is the catalyst of change, the catalyst of Christ as the Redeemer, and I want to give you the case for faith, um, for faith and 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 grace, and and there's two cases that we got to do case studies, and like I said in in one of the lessons I was talking about. Um, Going through each book in he or each verse, we want to put together one story. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? And I think uh, we got to grasp this. Uh, this what what this this teaching is about, and and we 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 we. I don't know about you. I'm excited because I know where I'm going, and uh, and I've been there before. So <laughs> praise God. So I know what happens when you really study the subject. And you know there are some people that just don't really study this subject. To be honest with you, and that's and 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 this is why they're missing out on this salvation experience. So um, we want to be different, amen. And we are different because we are the children of God. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. All right. So I sense the anointing already on on me and the anointing on this lesson. And, and we're gonna we're gonna go in that vein. All right. Let's pray and not delay and just, let's flow. Let's flow with the Holy Ghost. Amen. 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 I'm excited. I'm excited. And, you know, these scriptures, for me, it seemed like I get to this these, um, these, these, these portions of the scripture. And I, um, I'm like, well, Lord, um. It seems like I've, I've been to this before. And he said, you have. So so this is going to be really helpful to kind of help you uh, get some points. You know, I always say to my Bible scholars in the lesson, at least get the point. If anything, get the point. Amen. Uh, amen. Amen. And, you know, oh. Let me encourage you, as I always do, get a notebook for this teaching. Um, Join me on 7 o'clock in the morning. I have a 6 o'clock class as well. Um, and That's that's really for my partners. Uh, We're really hungry, and um, that's a little different level of teaching. That's really the highest level of teaching that I'm teaching on at the present. And um, that's an exclusive group. And then by this time, I'm doing something a little more... Advanced than um, on weekdays, but um, you really want to get our teachings on here, Amen. Uh, and you want to keep it up with us. So, probably I can be heard clearly, and um, you you can um, you can stay up with me. All right, Amen. Let's pray and not delay justification by the book. All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you and praise you for this day. Knowing that this is the day that you have made, we rejoice and are glad. Thank you for another opportunity to worship you in spirit and in truth. It's the authority of your word that gives me confidence to make boldly known. The mysteries of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, I do lean and depend on the Holy Spirit, who is the educator and guide that gives me clear articulation of speech and thought as I make manifold known. The wisdom of God, Holy Spirit, I say, have your way. Do what only you can do. Anoint the people's ears to hear what the Spirit has to say to the church. And Father, in everything that shall be accomplished, everything that shall be revealed, you be glorified for it is in the name of Jesus that we do praise you and give you glory in Jesus' precious name amen I'm delighted to learn and to know the things that God has given us through this thing we claim to be saved to be saved to be set apart to be uh in our heart with conviction uh sanctification that's a way to place it um is just it's just a privilege and an honor to know God in these in the, in this capacity to know the things that are freely given us of God And we as the body of Christ As the as the people of God Need to know why we believe what we believe in How we believe what we believe in Where this came from and why it's irrelevant And, and so these, these things really These questions that we have are brilliant They're brilliant These questions leads us to answers Um And they lead us to great truths and insights um, behind who God really is and what He's all about. And, And God is really about us knowing what He is all about. He says, "Knock and the door will be open. Seek and ye shall find. Ask and it will be given to you." So God is not trying to withhold anything from us. He wants to show us exactly who He is. He wants us. To show us exactly what he has And he wants to show us with us What we can do with him When we do what he says You hear what I'm saying And in addition to that he just wants to show us uh, Also what he does So we can appreciate who he is In our lives In him we move, live, have our being In him all things the scripture says Consist And so this is a This is a great study Because this reaffirms some elementary things that we should all know by now, that we should all be able to spit out readily. You know, one of the things about Christianity, because we're not, we're liberated. Um, Often in other religions, the discipline seems to, the the reflection of discipline seems to be a lot greater because they have certain, certain things that just don't change and because they don't change their discipline to to seems to be a little more respected but see with us because we are liberated and because it's such a huge undertaking just to kind of classify why we do what we do no one set denomination situation has what we have and because of that dynamic when 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 we go to try to communicate with people it becomes it almost is it's almost like inevitable that there's gonna be something said that we don't all agree with and because of that we tend not to talk. As if that's gonna stop the plans of God or something, you know. But we tend not to talk and share and find out the relevance behind things, but God wants us to know some things. All right. Now let's 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 review real quick and I'll I'll try to be as quick as possible with this and our foundation scripture is found in Hebrews chapter twelve, verses twenty two through twenty nine. And often what God does when he gives me a subject, um and um and of course I have an agenda. I don't know about uh if I've I've shared this online. Uh everybody has a has a process uh, everybody that's decent. Let me say this, it has a process. They don't just uh it's not whimsical that they talk about what they talk about. When they go when you go to somebody's church, there's hopefully hopefully when you go to a decent church there's an agenda with what's being said. You know, there's something that's that's present that, that everybody wants that sh- should really Wants to be presented to make that church what it is, and so we're, we're not a church; we are a para ministry in the in the secular sense of the term, and that is we supplement the church with our teachings, with our uh, different groups that we have in our organization. We have five focuses that we concentrate on, and uh, in that, one of the things that makes Urban Glory distinct. And my ministry distinct is um, we are training, we are ministry training uh, institute that we really we really study the word of God on a different degree to prepare things to show the house to the house. So one of the things is that I have that the mandates that I was given in my calling was to be a disciplined doctrinal instructor. So I give a lot of doctrine. Okay, and um, that's why a lot of people, you know, um, think I'm a little different because I'm not really trying to appeal to your emotions. I'm not trying to, one of the things with, um, that I'm not is, I'm not a topical person. I, I, I have topics, but I'm not a, a popcorn preacher, you know, where you just have a, ooh, oh, this came to my mind, so it doesn't work like that. Um here there are certain things that, that, that I teach that bring out certain doctrines uh, that I'm discovering. And so this is really the doctrine of redemption of, in light of justification, which is a lost law case. And I'm trying to prep us for the law school, of, uh, which is really kind of um, before we get into the blood, because the blood is, is, is a case. You get what I'm saying? There's the case for blood, and then there's the case for grace. There's the case for faith, and so those are the three cases that we we find in justification, and and we want to get to. We, we're given really the 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 case for faith, and and that's what I'm I'm going to talk a little bit about today. Um, but um, how do I put it? Um, we. We teach with a focus, and generally that focus comes, and every once in a while, God gives me a focus like this year is the year of transformation, uh, transition, and uh, transfiguration, three different concepts. And the concepts are all under our theme triumphant or the year of triumph. And there's there's a special place of victory. And you know, it's something. I was at a concert last night, and I was hearing them sing, and they ended the song with a song of victory. And I said, you know, I've been hearing that there's victories that happens. And I told you that transfiguration, trans, uh, trans, triumphant, indicates uh, death and. And victories, unprecedented victories that only God can give you, and God can make. You. you know, especially if someone died in the battle, but they that battle caused the people to be free. They were triumphant. They weren't just they just didn't they weren't a casualty of war, but they were a casualty with a with a consequence that was much greater than their life. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And so you, we used to hear that a lot when we were. Uh, well, when I was much younger, and you would see people, especially someone who came through a battle, a health battle or something, but they still died, but it just seemed like even in their end, their faith was strong, you wouldn't really say death. You would say they triumphed over such and such. And I was like, well, they died, <laughs> you know. But there was victory in death because either way they were all right. It was well with their soul. Amen, and that's what we want to do in in justification. And when I was teaching the subject of justification, the scripture kind of pointed something out to me. Uh, and we say a lot of stuff to 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 claim. We say a lot of stuff in the church, and people just don't even know what we're talking about. We they just don't know what we're talking about, and it's it's sad because. Because it has, it has halted us from really achieving the best that God has for us. Amen. So that's where the scripture came from. But ye have come into Mount Zion, which is the indication of the church. And, and it describes the church in a way that it's not an... Um, now, you got to understand, Zion is the first name of the church. And then they just start calling it the church. Because Zion... Is is placed in a, a place in Jerusalem But the spiritual place of Jerusalem A new Jerusalem is Or uh, the, uh, the new Jerusalem is, in a, is a place of the spirit Where there's a new heaven and earth Where dwelleth righteousness So when it, whenever the word Zion is used Especially in the book of Hebrews Which is a legal document Okay, it's a a religious legal document that was written to the church and to the world to prove the superiority of Christ over Judaism. Okay, so when they say you've come to Mount Zion, they changed the concept from Zion to Zion. You need to understand that that's deliberate and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to a a numeral company of angels. So it's letting you know this this is a prophetic declaration to what is to come. Now, what was to come in this time? The church, okay? The general assembly and church of the firstborn. Who's the firstborn? Jesus, which are written in heaven, and to the God, the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men, Perfect. Okay, so it's telling you about a new people. Now, this is a covenant people that we have to study. It says, and Jesus the mediator, see how it goes into changing the connotation from from a spiritual uh a spiritual translation to now a legal translation. Because now Jesus is the mediator of a new covenant and the blood. Of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. See that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not even ref- who, who escape not who refuse him that speaketh on earth, much more shall we not uh, shall not we escape? Now if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven, whose voice then shook the earth, but but now he had promised, saying, Yeah, once more I will, sh- I will, uh, yes, once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven." Listen, they, they, now he's letting you know who Jesus really is all about. When Jesus, with whatever Jesus has planned, when his full effect comes into place, it's not only going to shake earth. It's going to shake heaven also. Now, we always talk about when we all get to get heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. I don't know why I keep singing these series. I don't understand. This is a singing series and preaching series. But it, heaven is a place reserved for those who accepted Jesus as Lord. Do you get what I'm saying? But that, even this, what he's talking about is going to shake even those that are in heaven. If. if right, whose voice shook not only the earth, but now also promised, saying, you shake, not only heaven, but heaven also, verse 27, and this word yet once more signified the removing of those things that are shaken, and those things which are made, and those things that cannot be shaken may remain, wherefore we receive a kingdom, which cannot be moved, let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for God is a consuming fire. And so what we did was we we took the essence out of of that subject, and we learned this justification, um, just men, of course, it says just men made perfect. And justification is really for us. How are we made perfect? This is how it's done. And we're justified by the book we're justified by the blood and we're justified by a bold declaration of faith or well, and, and and this is this is uh this is what this series is all about and there's expansion to this uh to this this thinking as well all right we gave um also that ju- justification is, an alter, is the alteration of our salvations, alteration of our salvations provided by Christ to atone sin, adapt us to righteousness, and align us to the peace of God. That's the best of all understanding. It reviews what it took and what occurred when we accepted faith the, uh, said that by faith, the finished works of Christ. So one, you need to learn what the works of Christ is and why we accepted it. But we accepted it for three reasons, to atone us from sin, right? To adapt us to righteousness and to align us to the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. So what I want to do today is talk about this sin. And I'm going to sound like an old-school, rigid preacher, and I'm really not old-school. I'm really (laughs) new-school, hallelujah. But but for the sake of the context of this teaching, I want to really, really give a, a good overview of sin today, okay? Now, because I want to put, I told you there's some cases in this study. There's a case of grace and faith. Um and we're already in the case of faith because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And what we've been talking about, the book is really is not the book of the Bible, but we are we are appreciating the word of God. It's really the book of life. What the Bible leads us to. I came that you might have what? Life. In him in him was the life and the life was the light of men and darkness comprehended and not, the Scripture says. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become sons of God. Now that sonship right there is what is that perfection um, that we are called to achieve. Perfection doesn't mean faultless or flawless. It means healthy, whole, and complete in something. Do you get what I'm saying? We are complete in Jesus. And the scripture tells us, be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect, which is a call to perfection. It also talks about he perfects the things that concerns us, which is the process of perfection. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? So perfection is, is a New Testament term that must be translated. And one of the words that you see for perfection is justification. Oh, well, let's prove that real quick. Go to Romans 8. I told this was going to be a Bible study today. This was going to be a Bible study. Uh, We're going to to appreciate about it. Matter of fact, I got a good Bible. Every few years, I I sense an urgency to get a Bible. I don't know whether it's for the future or something like that. I don't know. But sometimes, you know, every few years I I have Bibles, but most of the time I use the computer. I'm not really... And I've got the Bible on my phone, so I don't have to carry a Bible around. But every once in a while, I sense a good Bible. But I like leather. I like a leather old King James Bible. This one is my mother word, and the leather one here is just gorgeous. Amen. But let's go to Romans 8. And I just wanted to show you the process of this, What, how we – this is another scripture. It's not a foundation, but it is a foundation. I just didn't use it as one. Um. And I've given so much scripture so far, you need to go back to the other two lessons and make sure that you get it. Amen. Hallelujah. I sense the anointing coming, just rising. Uh, there's a there's a sensation I get when the Holy Spirit begins to speak to me. He hits my back. Uh, or or when, when I'm preaching, it seems like, like he taps my back. And I sense that a several times when I'm teaching. Um, even now, you know, thank you, Lord Jesus, for that assurance, and that's just a confirmation for me to 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 do what I'm doing. Amen. Because I don't have to do it. And like I said, you know, it, it, you come with a different authority when you don't have no, no 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 means other than to please God and fulfill the assignment on your life for why you do what you do. Amen. It just really helps. But this is the process, and and of course, twenty-eight. What is this? When we know all things work together for them the love of God who are called according to his purpose. For who he did foreknew he was, He predestinated to be conformed to the what? The image of his son. What's the image of his son? Perfection. You know, so sonship, and I'm giving a principle here, because I said just man made perfect, how it's done, it's done through the process of justification. He foreknew you to be conformed to the image of his son. He gives you an origin and a purpose there. He says, before you were created, you were designed to be conformed to the image of his son. So the reason why you get saved is because that's fulfilling your ultimate purpose in life, to be conformed to the image of Jesus. Right? It goes on and says that he might be the firstborn among what? many brethren. So you're supposed to get to the point to your status to where when people look at you they say you Jesus' brother. Now or oh sister, you get what I'm saying? Brethren. Which means you you just you you so much like him. You j you, you can You the closest to his kin. You were you came from the same source that he came from. God. Fish beget fish. Cows begot cows. God begets gods. Psalms 82 tells us, "Bill, don't you know that you're God? God stands in the congregation among the gods." I love it. Anyway, I love teaching that that stuff. You know, that's my that's my area of expertise. But anyway, might be the first one. Moreover, who He did predestinate, place and time. Then He also called, gave them assignment, and the assignment is already the verse above. We conform to the image of his son. We call to them, he also what? Justified. And whom he justified, he what? He, He glorified. So, glorified is another word for what? Perfection. Just men made perfect. How is it done? They're taken through a process from accepting their assignment from God that was was on them before planet Earth, and they achieve that assignment, and they go through the process of life, and they come out glorified or just like Jesus. So the reason why you study justification is because you need to know how it's done. Do y'all get my point? Okay. All right. And and then it goes on, yeah, you know, I could keep reading. What should we say to these things? If God be for us, who could be against us? Why? God been working in this process all the time. All the time. Now justification by the book is not the Bible, it's the book of life. I didn't I haven't said that before. That's new. Because I want you to understand, because some of the Bible says that you 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 look distinctly at the law, and you think it has life, but it testifies of me. The Scripture says, and but the Bible says the words that I speak, that God speaks, are spirit and they what life. And then John Matthew 12:37 says, by your by, by for by your words thou shalt be what justified. So we've been talking about the the argument is. You can't have confidence in your salvation until you have confidence in the process that it took for you to be saved. And the, what, the, what was the process of you being saved? You valuing the word of God. Faith cometh by what? Hearing and hearing by the what? Word of God. Okay? And the word of God is what liveth and abideth forever. And I said the reason why you got to value the word of God is because the word of God is God. And what the devil wants you to do is discredit the very nature of God by discrediting his words, saying, I can't get it, I can't understand it, I can't attain it. And and that's and why is that? So you'll never believe it. You'll never accept it. You'll never do what it says. You'll never find out what he loves. You'll never find out what he hates. You'll never find out how he lives. And as a result, your connection with God is skewed because the, the strongest voice of God is the written word of God because you don't need no one to interpret what is said because it's documented already. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Justification. Uh, and I said, we, we, what we do in justification is look at the actions committed to guarantee our confidence in Christ's ability to convert convert the sinner to a son through faith through the removal. Of, and 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 here is what where we bring our lesson to today, it is it, it is it is to convert the sinner to a son through faith, because of, uh, through the through the removal of sin which is key to receiving the Holy Spirit, which empowers us to live as Christ on the earth. You get what I'm saying? Now, we go back to the other notes. I got like three different types of notes. Uh, God speaks through, there are five means, but there are um, three of them that we're looking at in this case. Scripture, situation, and suggestions through season saints. I'm the season saint in this lesson, so I'm suggesting to you some there's some ways that God is speaking. And and the first way is the Bible, <laughs> the scripture. All right, the fall of humanity caused by sin is called, caused by sin, and sin is any behavior, word, or thought that is contrary to the perfection of God. Right, and the consequences of, of a curse upon the world, the people, the animals, the plants, and the very ground. See you gotta understand something. There. And so here here the here is the root of the issue. There are there are things when we talk about justification by the book, we're not talking about justification. Of the Bible But the word of God Which is the book of life The book of life is what Revelation talks about Can you be found in it Right, because you got to You got to take You know back in the day Hallelujah Glory to God Scriptures Scriptures were seen uh, In picture Or prophetically spoken of As water As bread Right, as water, as bread, and as what? Meat. Meat. And, of course, you know, there's that in-between between water and bread uh, and meat, all of, all of them are proponents of, of protein. <laughs> anyway, but anyway, I'm being funny. Um, but all of them are proponents of something that you can ingest, that you can eat. Okay, man shall not live by what bread alone, but by what every word that proceeds out of the what mouth of God. Our life is as a as a as a result of us ingesting the word of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? And taking the word of God to another level, to, where we apply God's word to our life. If ye abide in me and my word abide in you, you can ask what you will. In other words, there's an access point to God that's increased from somebody who does it. There's an advantage to those who live by the word. Do you get what I'm saying? And, and no, no matter where you go, that, that advantage is, is key. So listen, justification tells you three things. You got to personify the personification of God's plan. You got to per, place it in your person. And so you can't just, see, your Bible says, I, I can't just be a hearer of the word and not a doer. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving yourself when you try to, the way you know you know God's word is you do it. You do what it says. I say you do what it says. The way you know you know God's word is you do what it says. When you don't do what God's word says, then you know you don't know it. Because anything you know, you'll do. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, and and here is the here is the thing: you got to personify God's plan, and 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 God's word reveals God's plan. That's all it does. It reveals the plan of God, the intentions of God, why He did what He did, and what He did it for. And then once that takes place, when you personify that plan, then the perceptions are awakened by revelation, knowledge of the truth. Because then God can say, this is what's true, this is what's not. This is what's right, this is what's not. This is why this is there, and this is why it's not there. Are you hearing me? Glory to God. And then there's a public declaration and display of faith. You hear what I'm saying? Okay. Now, that's not the notes, but that's what justification requires, that you personify um, personify God's plan, that the perceptions are awakened through the revelation, knowledge of the truth, and then there's a public declaration. So you go from, you. we do the reverse. God presents himself, his personality, through his word. Right? But we personify his word so that we can declare What his intent is We do We're not doing the opposite But we're doing it in reverse We're reflecting the image That we carry within So when we carry his word within us His word have I hid in my heart That I might not sin against him Isn't that what the scripture says See I'm I'm building a case For faith Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word Ultimately the goal of faith Is to get you to appreciate the word on another level not the word of the letter, but the word that gives life. The words that He speaks, John six sixty three. The words that I speak, they are spirit. They are life. The reason why? Because they are God. God and His word are one. In the beginning, John one one. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word what was God. So I, I, the process. The, the reason why we we study this process is because one. We learn, who the, we learn the nature of God through studying the Word of God. Because Him and His Word are one, we align ourselves to God's Word, and when we align ourselves to God's Word, we, we connect ourselves to God. Our relationship begins with the known will of God. When the will of God is not known, the, 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 the results are not ever inevitable. They they remain a question. But when you know you heard from God, because it came from the word of God, you can then align yourself to the will of God, the plans that God has. You can personify his plan because you know his word. And because you know his word, then he can tell you what is true and what's not. And then you'll have something to say. Because you you really shouldn't. The reason why there's no confidence is because you don't know what to say. You don't know what to say. Do you hear what I'm saying? Hallelujah. And the Bible says you're justified by your words. And then of course we're justified by grace to give redemption. Romans six twenty four. All right. Now that's not the lesson. That's just a preview. I, I last time and I was gonna see whether I was gonna expand these or not, I expand them in the book. There are five things that justification releases once we understand them number one is an appreciation of our savior and the power of his finished work and uh and i can list to you the finished work. what work did he finish you know that's something that you need to ask and uh, we could go through the list of that and you know but i'm trying to get to another area that i want to amplify and then we have to apprehend the gospel. For growth So what what is it There's an appreciation And there's an apprehension And what is it The gospel You find out what's good about Jesus' news And then you find out When you find out what's good about it You grow And then everybody around you grows See the gospel is infectious And listen Repentance is based on The proclamation of the gospel John the Baptist preached, and what happened? people repented. they want to be baptized, they want to be submerged into the new way, and that's what should happen when you when you hear preaching, you should go on a new way. why? Because what you heard you apprehended, and it was for your growth so that you could be made good. See if that's not taking place then I don't know why you going to church. what you're going to is not causing you to grow. There's something wrong. And I've told you it doesn't matter what church you go to in this teaching. I've been sarcastic about my preaching because a lot of times you go on and doing stuff and you don't even know why you're there. And God can't bless what you don't know. And you know it. <laughs> and then not only do we apprehend and appreciate, we accept the access grace gives us for living. Grace is all about access It's not about just You know this uh, And I'm not coming against grace Because you know sometimes you need to know That you can do different and do better Because of what Jesus has already done And that is a good proponent And he's not holding things To you to restrict you um, But he releases you to a to a greater access to God, so you can know the freely things that are given of God. You get what I'm saying. So th- there's an acceptance that takes place after you apprehend and appreciate. But then there's also an approach, and you are approaching God from a different vantage point because you know Him. And the approach is, uh, the approach is that the, uh, that that you can approach the throne of grace through boldness. Boldness, all right, and and that's what I want to talk about. The reason why we can't approach the throne of bold, the throne of grace through boldness is because we still hook up, hung up on sin. Amen. And then you can fifthly apply the blood, apply the blood. All right. Now, and and I can amplify that and give you all the scriptures for that, but you just need to get the book. Hallelujah. Justification is God's act of removing the guilt. And penalty of sin While at the same time Making a sinner righteous Through Christ's atoning sacrifice So you got to understand This whole sin thing Has to be understood Okay then let's go to Romans 5 Where well, I'm going to give you the theology Of sin in the world today And then hopefully in the next lesson I'll be able to expand Why Christ is a catalyst through redemption because you know we always go to Jesus, and we say, "Hey, Jesus did this, so you don't have to have this." But you don't understand what sin did. You know what I'm saying? Now, when I read, when, because a lot of times, see Satan's goal. Satan's goal, and this has been the pr- premise of one, the the opening address to this teaching, that Satan is always suggesting to the believer. As especially new believers that they cannot really, really be saved, and when this occurs, it's because they can't prove to themselves what it really what really makes them right, because they're always presented as if they're what they're wrong. You get what I'm saying? And it's like it's almost like it's, it's when, when, when we present the gospel, and it's not in light of of righteousness, aligning to righteousness, because we have access to God then then everything is assumed. So it's a guessing game. So sometimes you're saved and sometimes you're not. Sometimes you're a saint and most of the time you're a sinner. And and because of that, that back and forth and and how I want to live and conduct myself, there's no stability in the confidence needed to approach a throne and get the very access empowered and refueled. See, See, this is the confidence that we have. In Him, But if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So what's, what's happening is the reason why the, the, the attack on you learning the Bible and learning God's word is so strong because you don't really study. You don't have a devotional. Like some of you, the discipline is just to join me on Sunday at 7 o'clock and just read and study the word. And, and develop or, or whatever time you listen to this or to develop a time where you're consistently studying the Word. See, most people, they don't have a consistent time. Give us this day our what? Daily bread. You can't live off of a, a, a weekly bread every a Sunday go to meeting. But you barely, he barely lowers us with benefits the Scripture says. So we ought to we ought to do a better job of, of of this, amen, and I'm not where I want to be, but I've got to be where i got to be. All right. Praise God. What did I say, Romans 5? Romans 5 is a good uh I, I, You know, the two, three, I think I give you all that. I think I gave you all Galatians, Romans, Hebrews, Ephesians. Those, those are great. All the books of the New Testament are great, but those are good books to really help you with this with this uh with your theology or your thinking when it comes to establishing um, a relationship with God and how to how to display it. So you gotta personify the God's plan. And one of the things I was uh, and I was saying and the first thing that you comprehending the plan of God is absolutely essential. To exemplifying God a godly life, if you don't understand the plan, then It's going to be a problem, Amen. Oh, Amen. All right, come on. We got to roll. We got to roll. Got ten minutes. Okay. I don't want to get into the law case just yet, because we we want to talk about law, and because the scripture is law, and and the Bible says that the letter killeth and the spirit gives life. All of these rules and stuff. We want to. I don't want to. Mistaking that, and that's why I'm glad I got two different types of uh teaching the truncated version, the expanded version, in this version, I can kind of take my time and kind of pick it up the next time we come because I've given myself five lessons to really spell out everything in each division and i am- I'm adding as we're teaching more insight on why the book of life is the is the is the book that we're justified by, and I want to lead to. Applying the authority to the blood, and then we're going to talk about that boldness that comes to a whole another level and I think in the end, when we finish this study, uh it's going to be a blessing Now you know what I do on here is I do three three lessons i come I come on to another subject, and I come back to these lessons. You get what I'm saying, and that gives you a chance to get some more food, so just that's why I say, keep a notebook and stay with us so you can track where we're going. Okay, now we're still Romans 5, right? Amen. You know, with these new Bibles, they put all these notes in here. Somebody, I don't want nobody else's notes. I got my own notes. Anyway. Therefore, being justified by what? Faith. We have what? Peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, in whom by also we have access by faith, into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations, also knowing that tribulations work with patience, patience, experience, experience, hope, and hope maketh us not ashamed, because the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given to us. For we, when For when we were without strength, in due time, Christ died for us, for us, for the ungodly. For scarcely, uh, for for scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet preadventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commanded His love toward us in that. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. That's very really key. For if, if, for if, when we were enemies, were reconciled to God. That's, that's that boldness. By by the death of the Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so. But we also joy through God, through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received atonement. Wherefore by, as, wherefore, by as one man, sin entered into the world. How did sin enter into the world? By one man. Who was that one man? Adam. Sin entered into one world. So we get into our sin talk. It says, so death passed upon all men. The consequences of sin is what? Death. The wages of sin is what? Death. All right, so we're going to prove that in Scripture, so that we, you know, came upon all men. For until the until the law, sin in the um until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed where there is no law. So you don't know what sin is until there's law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, and even over them that sinned after similar similar to the the same manner of Adam's transgression, disobedience to God. Who is the figure of him that was to come? Now, let's stop there. You need to understand Romans 5 is a good overview of justification in its entirety. Romans 5, Romans 6 is the result of you accepting the challenge of not being uh, a person of sin. And and what the devil wants to make you believe is like you can't be saved and you can't overcome sin. That's the two things. You ain't never gonna be right. You know, I got um, some some wicked family. They act like they saved, but they're really the devil. Um, they're just nasty, and they they always find something wrong in what you do. You know, but you just have to learn how to look and live beyond. That because that's that's just the work of the devil trying to make it seem like you can't get out your situation that God can't change it no matter what you might as well accept what God allows that's what they teach and it's demonic but anyway you got to rise above some things but uh, uh, Romans six gives you a great overview of this entire uh, of this of this chapter <clears throat> uh, of this concept of justification of course uh, Romans five gives you the, listen. Death that sin into the world by one man, and death passed upon all men. And so, and then it goes on to say, um, from verse, go back to fourteen. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that have not sinned. Even listen it so say, even if you didn't sin, just like Adam did by disobedience to God, but we know we do. Who is the figure of him that was to come, but not as one offense as the offense so also, also is the free gift for if through the offense of one many be dead, much more the grace of God and the gift by grace who is Jesus, which by one man Jesus Christ hath abounded unto many, and not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift for judgment was by one to condemnation but the free gift is of many offenses unto what justification the process of the, the the purpose of justification is to show you the power of what Jesus gave why he was why he came what he gave us was the free gift what was the free gift Righteousness. Okay, verse eighteen. Go down to verse eighteen. Therefore, the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift came upon all men Um, unto justification of what? Life. Do you understand why why the devil fights you from understanding the Bible, making it seem like you can never get it, that you can never know that you're saved, that you can never know why you're saved? It is for this one reason. If it's just for you, it never works. It doesn't work. Amen. Amen. All right. Now it says, "By" and it keeps repeating it in the scripture. You see, it says, "If." Uh, well, it says, "For if," every time, but that's a that's a good point. But more but the law entered into that. It, listen, the law entered that offense might abound, and I don't want you to pay attention to the law. We'll get into that in the case studies. But where sin abounded, grace much more abounded, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so grace might reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay, now, sin, there's two concepts I want to give you. The the crucible of sin, the corruption of the world, okay, and we're going to chase that out. Let's go to James 1.15 right quick. And sometimes it's good to, to know this. We want to know why sin, sin, the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is life, right? And I'm going to just give you the theology or the thinking behind that. What, I, what do I mean by crucible? It's a severe situation that was created to bring out something that was in the t- intended. The crucible of sin is that sin leads produces death. Sin produces death. And so... Um, one of the things that people didn't intend for sin to do Adam never intended for sin or him to uh, or his sins to take away his life but it does and so what what God wants you to uh, do, what 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 the objective in revealing the re, uh, the the great reveal of sin is to let you know it's robbing you of your life and that's why That's why the Bible is so rejected, because it says, no, 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 sin, and the world don't want you to believe that you're a sinner evil. They want you to believe that God don't care what you do, and you shouldn't care what you do either. Do whatever you feel. That's your liberty. And that's not the case at all. Not at all. Anyway, so, 15, I, I love the process. Verse 12, blessed is the man that endured temptation. I love the process of this. For when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to him that loves him. Let no man say that when he is tempted, I am tempted of God. God ain't into the temptation business. For God cannot be tempted with evil, neither tempteth he with any man. Tempteth he any man. But every man, when he is tempted, when it is drawn away from his own lust and is enticed then when lust hath conceived it bringeth forth what sin and sin and when sin is finished it bringeth forth death so this is the process of sin the process of sin is that sin brings forth what death okay it it leads to death why because it robs your life it starts out with the lust And it results in death. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? From a look to a sentence to life, robbing you of life. See, you need to understand what that is. And now, I'm not telling you making every mistake you make is a sin. You know, and we try to we try to categorize which sins are greater, which sins are worse, sin is sin. But ultimately it's anything that robs you from God. And that's why we defined it in justification because you need to understand justification is the process by which you know why you're saved and why and why Jesus came to set you free. Well, he came to set you free from your sin. He came to set you free from anything that robs you from the life that comes from lust that moves to death. So it's so it comes from you wanted something that you shouldn't have. And from that, it it, it creates, what does it say? Lust is is, is a person's own lust, and it's enticed. And then when it's conceived, it brings forth sin, and then sin, when it's finished, is death. So even sin is a process. Do you all know what I'm saying? Now go to Hebrews chapter 10.26. And what's happening in the church, we don't teach what sin is. Hebrews ten twenty six. 26. And I love verse 22. Let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. In other words, you got to come right before the Lord. I don't understand why. We think we just come in the old kind of way. Now, I understand, come unto me all you that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your soul. But he gives us rest because he cleans us up. And then verse it says, verse 26 says, For if we willful, we sin willfully, after we receive the knowledge of the truth, there remain of no more sacrifices for sin. But a certain fearful looking for judgment and fiery in the nation which shall devour the adversaries. Now listen, he ain't talking about uh punishing people, he's talking about spirits behind it. What well, it goes on to say. Judgment fear indignation nation who shall be devoured the adversaries. That's a spiritual place. He despised Moses he that despised Moses loved God without mercy under the two or three witnesses. Of how much more so a punishment, suppose ye shall, ye, shall he be thought worthy, who have trodden underfoot the Son of God and have counted the blood of the covenant, which wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing, and have done despite unto the Spirit of grace. For we know him. Now listen, let me tell you, when a person is sinning or mess, messing up, They're not crucifying Jesus again and and getting rid of the blood that (laughs) was that's not their motive. That's not what that's not the talking about. That's not what he's talking about there. And the and the will for sinning and we gotta take and I wanna show you stuff in context, this is a deep this is a this is a will for sinning is not it's not a plot to sin that somebody came up with it's a lot deeper than that. And these are these are people that know yeah, people that have been in the world and things like that who twisted and, 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 and infused demonic activity with stuff that they know. And so it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. <laughs> but it says, For we know him that said, Vengeance belongeth to me, I will recompense, says the Lord. So he's talking about spiritual uh, wickedness in high places, y'all. Hear what I'm saying? I don't want y'all to confuse that, but I want you to understand in this one that that this is a person. for if, if we sin willfully after the after that we have received the knowledge of the truth. Now, here's the thing: is have you received the knowledge of the truth? Some people have not, so you can't say you can't say that because a person sins, a purpose to sin in in every context. Hit me. That they're that they're in this punishment, that there's no sacrifice for their sin. And God said he loved the world. Okay. I'm I say I'm gonna get stuck in sin. Okay, let's go to first John. Oh, I gotta stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta come back. Okay, let's go to first John. We're gonna go to first John and I'm gonna stop. Let me give you all the scriptures James one fifteen, Hebrews ten, twenty six. First John three, three through ten, Romans three twenty three, and first John one. I like first John three first for some reason. I don't know. I put it in my notes like that. I guess it's because it's saying let no man deceive you. And um It says beloved we are the sons of God, and it does not appear what we shall be, but we know that when we shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Now, we always sing these songs, nobody like you, Lord. That's not true. Genesis one twenty-seven says, you were created in his image and his likeness. We sing stupid stuff. And we, we present that stuff as worship. Like I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you. That's not true. No one else can touch my heart like you do. That's not true. That shouldn't be. As a matter of fact, you should you should be touched in your heart because God is showing you through people who He is. And I'm saying that for a reason. But we shall be what like Him. He says, "Look, if we're not we're not all together, but when we do." come up to where we're being identified, we're going to be just like him. And every man that hath this hope, this should, what, first of all, now y'all, y'all want to know why I come against that there is none like you, foolishness? It's because it's, it's, it's a hope that we should have because that hope is what causes us to purify ourselves. You know why people stay stuck in sin? Because they don't believe they can be like God. And when you sing that nonsense, and you make that scripture and you make that spirit, you make it seem like that's the will of God, it's not. It says every man that hath this hope purifies himself even as he is pure. Who shall ever commit a sin trans against the law, for sin is the transgression of the law, and you know that he was manifested to take away what? Our sins. And in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not. Whosoever sinneth, not seen, uh, seen him, neither known him. Or whosoever sinneth, have not seen him, neither know him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteous is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committeth sin is of the devil, and the devil sinneth from the very beginning. For the purpose of the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin. For his seed remaineth in the earth, in him, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. In this children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil, whosoever does righteousness is is who uh, whosoever doth not righteousness is not of God. Neither he that loveth not his brother, for this is the message that she heard from the beginning: that we should love one another. Then it goes into Cain and Abel. All right. So listen, these these scriptures are because, uh, uh Romans Romans three twenty three. Let me write one. Let me. Yeah, I tell you everybody is i the sure of the glory of God, and then First um, John one eight says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, He is just a faithful to forgive us of our sins and from all righteousness. All right, now I didn't even get into the second one, the corruption that's in the world, because you need to know the difference between the world and sin. And what I was letting you know is that that sin sin separates us from God. But the sin that he that 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 God is talking about, <coughs> excuse me, the sin that He is talking about here, the the big picture of sin, is not talking about little actions that you commit that that throw you off. He's dealing with the root of it, lust. That was conceived That robs you of life to death And that the sin Is of the devil It's a demonic activity Adversaries You know what I'm saying? It's not about little actions that people commit Although their actions can lead to death There are acts that lead to death But it's not focusing on actions It's focusing on source And that the law Reminds you of sin But Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law That the blessing might come on us Amen And so what I wanted to understand That yeah We all have sinned And fall short of the glory But we we can approach The throne of grace Because God Has given us a way to come boldly That we might receive that same grace And have access into His presence Amen Now um, all that was in God's mind after the fall of man was His love. Faith works by love, and faith is faith in His love is what gave Jesus the power to save. Because in that we receive. Reconciliation, the ridding of sins once and for all, and the release to the free gift of grace. And that's what that's what we have to ask ourselves. We have to ask ourselves, why don't many grasp this power behind receiving the grace grace through justification? And what can we do to change it? The reason why is is simple: is because they don't care about the value of God's written word, and they don't comprehend the case behind the power of life over sin. And they don't control their affairs so that life can comprehend faith to take them to the proper place so they can receive grace for living. Amen. So the reason why this <clears throat> that's taking place is because there's, there's a greater expectation for us to change. Justification requires a release of redemption a reflection on what God has revealed to humanity, a revelation on how he will raise up humanity, and a release to that power to change us. Amen. And that's what's going to cause us to appreciate the book of life that God has provided for us to live this Christian life. Amen. I'm out of time. I'm over time. God bless you. And I trust that whatever you set your hands to do, you'll do, because greater is he, that's within you than he, That's what we want. This is LeBron Breland. Thank you for listening to the broadcast today. God bless you. I went over time, big time, but it was necessary. Praise the Lord.